Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Wednesday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Tuesday. Uh, we saw this coming, didn't we? Uh, I'm talking about uh, what would happen if we had emergency housing in the inner city, uh, and that's led to um, crime and violence and and maybe anger as well. Uh, so uh, Cy and James are going to get into that. And then uh, Marcus is going to get into some Maccas at the end of the show uh, quickly before uh, level four hits. Um, yes, okay. We are going to have to mention that somewhere along the way, probably. I'm just trying to avoid it before that's all we end up talking about. Uh, so uh, let's talk about all we were talking about at the beginning of yesterday, which was, of course, Afghanistan. Um, here is the bloke who was in charge of our foreign affairs uh, up until relatively recently. What did you make of that Joe Biden speech? It seemed like an epic case of blame shifting, didn't it? Well, you could make whatever you can of it, but the reality is we've got a crisis on our hands, and I fear we're too late. Why do you think that? Well, sending an aircraft from New Zealand, it's a long haul up there, and they won't make Kabul for a start. And we had the capacity to uh, get an aircraft out of the Emirates take them there and then bring them home, at least from secure circumstances. And what it uh, portends at the moment is that we're just too late. We did not organise early enough. Uh, I hope I'm wrong, but I fear that's what's going to happen. Did we achieve anything at all in the last 20 years? Well, the problem is, you know, uh, at the time was 2001 and uh, we'd had that uh, terrible terrorist attack in the United States. 6,000 people lost their lives. We can all look back. Many of us did express a doubt as to whether we should be spread so wide in our contributions. And we had, uh, you know, troubles on our um, own border, so to speak, in places like East Timor and uh, in a sort of arena of uncertainty and very serious difficulty not far from us. Yeah, yeah, quick, quick, quick. Let's get some xenophobia going and, and fair foreigners of all kinds. Great work there again, Mr. Peters. Thanks for that. Uh, Kerry McIver, uh, what do we do about Afghanistan? Can you fix it? You fight, you make peace, you fight, you make peace. But with the 24-hour news cycle, people say, this mustn't happen. This is outrageous, it's got to stop. Well, it doesn't and it won't. It's part of the human psyche. It's also, it's part of the human psyche to believe you know best, to believe your way of life is best, to believe you have the answers and to want power, to be the one making decisions. It's also part of the human psyche, thank heavens, to want to help, to want to make things better, to improve the lot of the most vulnerable. So how do you do that? Do you send in the external actors into Afghanistan? Do you? Are you willing to commit your own country's men and women to making life be better as you see it for people in another country? Or do you stand by and let, let matters unfold? And if it's all too gruesome to watch, just switch the channel. It's a tough one. Helen Clark says, you know, there's no way that Afghanistan is going to end happily unless there is outside support, which presumably means a, an international force going in. Do you commit to that or leave them to it? Yeah, I mean, again, I'm 
personally, I sort of think, well, democracy is just not for everyone, you know? And there's plenty of times I think it's not even for us here. Um, anyway, uh, back here, uh, we decided it was a good idea to uh, stick people into uh, vacant accommodation in the middle of cities uh, when they didn't have houses to move into because they haven't been built yet. How's that working out, Kate Hawksby? Police are run ragged with no additional backup to deal with the smaller stuff. And according to Knopf Thomas, the smaller stuff is things like retail assistants getting randomly punched in the face, people defecating on a busy footpath in broad daylight, youths threatening retailers, stores getting robbed. What's frustrating is that he warned of this a year ago and now things have only gotten worse. He reckons we need a more holistic, cohesive approach across multiple government agencies, development of the next step of emergency housing, not leaving people in motels forever. And he's dead right. There needs to be a plan. Because in the interim, who do you think's picking up this mess? Businesses, shoppers, families and school students, they're all being victimised in their own local streets. But it's the businesses who are carrying much of the load here in a vacuum of government interest. They're funding CCTV They're funding street patrols, graffiti removal, and much more. But their resources, of course, are finite. And really, how much of their time and money should be taken up with this stuff? Knopf Thomas says what's happening across New Zealand right now is a slow degradation of our way of life, and we need it addressed at a national level. As he says, whether you are politically left or right or centre, every New Zealander should be able to enjoy a basic level of safety. And that's hard to argue with, isn't it? Yeah, it would certainly be nice to go to a party without uh, worrying about being stabbed. Uh, what What is going on out there, do you reckon? Um, do, do Cy and James know? Have they figured it out? Um, I'm guessing they haven't, but, you know, maybe they have. It's so complex, I suppose that's the thing. It's, just, it's not going to be one thing. No. But I'm, I'm like... I suppose I think you've got to go way, way back. You've got to start when the kids are young and it's investment from their parents and, mm. and stuff like that. And, you know, I just don't think there's a lot of investment in those early years for kids. I think we should be funding parents to stay at home more, for certainly for the first three years. I agree. Not for six months, uh, you know, which, which they get now. I think the first three years, and you might see a far, far, um, you know, a, a greater reduction in violent crime a decade from then on or 15 years down the track. It's not going to happen overnight, but we've got to start doing something now because it's bad. Mm. The anger out there is bad. The inequity is bad. The, the kind of the mental health we know, that's, you know, it's rampant. So I think I genuinely think you go way, way back and accept that it's going to take 10 or 20 years, but invest in families, invest in young people. Well, particularly parents, yeah. so that they can bring the children up. Exactly. Rather than putting them in a kohanga or a um, early childhood education um, setup. Yeah. Because they have to. Now, I know people will say, oh, you know, that's all well and good and, you know, it's going to cost a fortune. But I tell you what, violent crime is going to cost us a fortune. It might take our liberties and, in some cases, take our lives. So mm. invest now. Now, speaking of liberty, of course, uh, yeah, it's gone. Uh, for a few days for all of New Zealand, for a week for Auckland at least, um, which is it's fun, isn't it? Um, so what did Marcus decide to do with his last few moments of freedom? Well, get Maccas, of course. Buckle yourselves. And I've just returned too from Auckland too on Saturday. So, um, yeah, I mean, people spread around the country fairly quickly now, don't they? 
Invercargill, um, the bluff Foursquare was chock-a-block. I drove past that late tonight and stayed home to watch our leader with the kids. Um, then as I'm driving to town, I'm thinking, gee, I guess there's going to be no takeaways for three days. So I thought I'd just drive to McDonald's to check out whether there's chaos there. And there was. Then I found myself in the queue, which was good. So, yeah, so I feel well fed anyway. Wait, is, is Marcus trying to claim he accidentally bought McDonald's because he was going there as some kind of research exercise for the program? Is, I hope he didn't use the company credit card. It sounds like he's just gone and got McDonald's as some kind of program element. Why haven't... I mean, the only reason I'm angry about this is because why haven't I thought of this? Most mornings I sit here on the Mike Hoskins breakfast and I say to my colleague, Michael, I say, when are the McMuffins coming? I say, I, I say this pretty much every day. And he always thinks that I'm joking. Even though I say it every day. And the McMuffins never come. So maybe I should go down south and work with Marcus instead. I'm Glenn ZB. So hungry now. Now I want McMuffins and now I can't have them for at least a week. Uh-huh. Let me put some muffins in the freezer. Maybe I can make my own. Um, oh, we don't have sausage patties, those weird sausage patties. I know most people just like bacon and egg. I, I, I know all this. But I like the sausage things that aren't really sausage things. They're like burger patties, but they're not quite burger patties. What are those things? I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what they are. I quite like them anyway. Oh, my mouth's actually watering. I'm going to have to stop the podcast. A, because it's time to stop the podcast. And B, I can't get the words out anymore. I'm Glenn ZB. So hungry. See you tomorrow.